I speak to you in the name of our one God, our creator, redeemer, and sustainer. Amen. Well, gosh, it's a little dusty up here. <laughs> Hasn't been used in a while, has it? Maybe you're surprised to see me up here. But we have a wonderful situation in our church that our pews are full. We've got so many people attending our worship. And what this means is that not everyone can see me when I, who am not the tallest, and maybe some of you as well, when I stand on the chancel steps. So I've gone up just one more step, that's it, to preach. And there is good biblical precedent for standing on something to be seen and heard. So let me begin. Once upon a time, there was a young Jewish boy who lived in Bethsaida in the Galilee. His first name was Nathaniel, which means gift of God, El being the word for God. But when he was out playing with his friends, they usually called him by his last name, Bartolome, which means son of Ptolemy, Bar being son. Sometimes they just called him Bart. His best friend was Philippos, who lived in the simple home next door. Their homes were built of basalt rock or volcanic rock, large rocks, and then they had smaller ones wedged in to stabilize the building. Their roofs were tree branches and clay. Philippos' family had slathered their home with mud and straw for insulation. And Nathaniel's dad had promised that he would do the same to their home next year. But he was busy. He was a fisherman like most of his friends' fathers, and Nathaniel was learning the trade too. His family was more educated than you might think and loved the Torah and studied scripture every day. He was required to learn scripture by heart, starting at age five. Now, to be clear, he'd rather play jacks or a game that's like checkers out in the family's small courtyard with his friends, but he still had to study his scripture. Just before he was born in the late first century BCE, the Roman King Herod the Great entered into his territory and overthrew the Hashmonian kings. Life changed forever for the Bartholomew family as they had to live under the oppressive regimes of Herod and then his son Philip. Life also changed for Nathaniel when he was 20, and a man named Jesus convinced his friend Philippos, who we know as Philip, to listen to Jesus preach about the end of oppression and about the goodness of God. Nathaniel was impressed and began to follow this preacher Jesus around the country. Little did he know that this bedtime story would not end happily ever after. Wouldn't it be nice if we actually knew all this about Bartholomew, our patron saint whose feast day was Wednesday and whom we celebrate today? But of course, I made it all up. The historical facts are probably true about the kinds of homes they lived in and the games they played in the study of scripture. However, we know very, very little about our patron saint, Bartholomew. We know that he is named in a list of the apostles in three of our four gospels. That's it. Three mentions, no more, and no details. Everything else we know about Bartholomew comes from tradition, or as I did, filling in the gaps with other information. And this tradition, though, forms the basis for our church naming 70 or so years ago. Both the tradition about St. Bartholomew and the readings for today can teach us about who we might be called to be as St. Bartholomew's Episcopal Church here in Nashville. Tradition holds that Bartholomew and Nathaniel are the same person in our Gospels, although that's honestly not widely accepted today. In addition to the three total mentions of Bartholomew in the Gospels of Matthew, Mark, and Luke, 
The Gospel of John refers to Nathanael as one of the first disciples of Jesus. Nathanael starts out skeptical about Jesus. You might remember he's the one who asks, can anything good come from Nazareth? Jesus, in turn, describes him as an Israelite without deceit. This is high praise. The opposite of deceit is trustworthiness and integrity. For St. B's to follow in this tradition is for us to live with integrity so that we are deemed trustworthy. As you ponder what this might mean for St. B's, I offer this. As we choose a new rector, to have integrity is to be honest about who we are and what we want, as well as affirming where we are strong and where we have room to grow. Among other things, our focus groups from earlier in the summer emphasized both our diversity and view viewpoints and our united commitment to following Jesus. From our survey, we learned our priorities for the future, our building relationships with one another, engaging in even more volunteering and outreach and justice work, and building a culture of generosity. To have integrity is to be in integrated as a whole, to bring all of these priorities, all the different viewpoints together, and, be, and to be together in the praising and following Jesus Christ as our Savior. That can be integrity for us. Now, as we move to the readings to learn who we might be called in the tradition of St. Bartholomew, we can begin with the reading from Deuteronomy, which tells us about the prophets whom God raises up. One of the traditions about Bartholomew is that he traveled to spread the good news in Ethiopia, Mesopotamia, Yemen, Iran, and Turkey or as those countries are known today. The most settled of these traditions has him actually traveling to India and Armenia, converting people to Christianity. In this sense, Bartholomew is like the Israelite prophets, preaching God's faithfulness for those who listen and judgment for those who do not. Likewise, as a Galilean, he would have known and felt the oppression of the Roman emperors and would have been able to preach God's mercy and justice to others oppressed by the Roman Empire. And like the prophets of old, he died for his teaching and preaching about Jesus. While in Armenia, he apparently converted Polymius, the king of Armenia, to Christianity. Polymius's brother was enraged by the monarch's conversion and feared a Roman backlash. So the brother ordered Bartholomew to be tortured and executed, and after his death, Bartholomew quickly became revered for his martyrdom. So what does it mean for us as St. Bees to follow the tradition of preaching God's good news and to be modern-day prophets to our own people? Perhaps for St. Bees, this means that we are to remind people with our lives what Jesus did and said, that he healed rather than harmed those with physical and spiritual ailments, that he included rather than excluded tax collectors and women and others pushed to the edges of, the mar of society, that he spoke well of those who differed in beliefs from things that, views that he held, like the Samaritans, and that he asked, what can I do for you when he saw someone in need rather than ignoring that person? If we can do these things as St. B's, then we are showing with our lives what it means to follow Jesus. We too, like Bartholomew, are speaking God's truth into our world that needs it so badly. The gospel reading is also an interesting choice for the day. 
It's not actually a reading that mentions Bartholomew or Nathaniel by name. Rather, it's a reading that emphasizes the posture of servanthood that we all should have. The greatest must become like the youngest and the leader like one who serves, says Jesus. True greatness is to be found in faithfulness to Jesus and in his message of servanthood, trying, not in trying to exalt ourselves over others. And this ties nicely to the apostle for whom we are named. Maybe we don't really know anything about Bartholomew because he was the faithful one, the one with integrity, who just did as God called him to do and as Jesus showed him to do, who prayed and loved and preached and called others to God with little fanfare or show. It seems he never wanted to be the center of attention. Maybe we don't know about him because his greatness was actually just in his faithfulness and in doing what Jesus called him to do quietly and consistently and with prayer. Perhaps for us as the St. B's community, this is a call to have our faithfulness to Jesus Christ and our servanthood to others be the most defining things about us. Bartholomew shows us that authority grounded in Jesus' call to us and trusting in God's faithfulness to us, that's true authority. Living into Jesus' authority may be the quietest, but also the most powerful way to be in the world today. At this juncture in St. B's history, it's a good reminder that we are called to trust in God's faithfulness to us and ground all that we do in Jesus' call to us to follow him and love one another as Jesus loves us. So when you go forth from this service to the festivities on the lawn and when you come back for the concert this afternoon, you get your photo taken with good old Bart. We'll show you that in a minute. Remember Remember what we're celebrating. We're celebrating the legacy of St. Bartholomew to live into the gospel with integrity, faithfulness, and quiet service to all in the name of Jesus Christ. May we live into this tradition this year and always. Amen.